You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Welcome to Black Hollywood Live's Conversations. And today I am AJ and I will be chatting with one of the R&B powerhouses, Miss Evie <laughs> McKinney, who yeah. won season one of the four Battle for Stardom. We'll be talking about how life has been in quarantine, her experience working with Megan Trainer, and she has a new single that has just dropped, Bring the Whole Hood, which we will get into a bit later. And so I just want to um, say, first off, how have you been? I know your birthday just Yes. yes, and I had a blast. My 23rd birthday just passed um, this past weekend, last Saturday, June 27th. Uh, mm-hmm. It was amazing. <laughs> but I've been really well. How, how have you been? Uh, I've been good, you know, just out here grinding, um, trying to survive quarantine. And I just want to say you look really nice in your birthday photo you posted thank on Instagram. You. Oh, thank Instagram. you. Thank yes, you. Girl. So, like, what were you doing to keep busy while in quarantine? Well, in quarantine, I have most definitely been the most creative I've ever been, I want to say, because I've taken a lot of time to just, you know, channel my inner, my inner authentic writer um, within myself. And I've been making some beats. I've been, I've gotten back into the gym really hard. Um, So quarantine has actually been doing me really well. I've cooked a lot. Um, more than normal. So I've been doing a lot of things that I probably would have never done if I um, have been so busy because usually I'm really busy, but quarantine has definitely blessed me in really weird ways. (laughs) Yeah, no, I definitely understand. I feel like a lot of people learned a lot about themselves while in quarantine. It was a time for everybody just to slow down and kind of just center themselves so mm-hmm. I definitely understand mm-hmm. so um let's just go ahead and get into it so let's start off with the four battle for stardom where you left your heart and your soul on stage in front of the judges Diddy mm-hmm. DJ Khaled and Megan Trainer. now looking back at it the judges were literally in awe I think Diddy he was like hypnotized by you you are just <laughs> talented every time I see him his he was just like <laughs> what was that experience like for you in Incredible. Being on the floor was absolutely incredible. It was breathtaking. It was astonishing. It was literally every amazing feeling in the world at one particular time. You know, Mm -hmm. I came in, it was only six episodes in the first season, and I came on the fifth episode, and I was just like, man, in Jesus' name, I want to win. I'm going to do whatever it takes, you know, so that I can win. You know, I want to take some back to my hood, take some back to my family. I want to take a victory back, you know, to all the people that have, you know, watched me and and seen me develop into who I am today. So, you know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, and not only is your voice a powerhouse, you have really great stage presence because I was watching the Proud Mary, the Tina Turner I was like, oh my gosh, she is really going in. I think you, like, everybody's mouth was just open, jaws was dropped. It was just really good, so. Thank you. I've been been performing Proud Mary since I was literally, like, eight, nine years old. Yes. (laughs) Yes, no, I can tell. I'm like, yo, she did this so good. Like, (laughs) you had it, girl, you did it. Thank Um, you. So, um, how was it working with Megan Trainer on your music? Working with Megan Trainer was fire working with her was like drop dead like 
an experience I will never forget, an experience that I really want again in my life. Um, I want to say that me and Megan, we're so close in age as well. Um, she seems so mature. Like people tell me all the time, you're so mature for your age. Um, but being in the studio with Megan Trainer was, it was so real and, and so loving. And she's such a sweet person. And she's so genius in songwriting. She knows what to say, how to say it, you know, in a way where everybody can listen to it, in a way where everybody can feel loved and feel included. So working with her was, fire <laughs> yeah, really oh, real quick. No, go ahead sorry what you say no, i was gonna say it, it really was fire yeah so real quick um you have a fan in the live chat he just wanted to say happy um birthday so, thank so. you his name is dennis thank you dennis <laughs> <laughs> so um speaking of music let's get into your single bring the whole yes Yes, I love it, by the way. I, I watched the video, the um, video that you put out on your page for yes. it, and I love it. It's like uplifting, it's very yes. upbeat, and I feel like you really told your story in the song while also inspiring people as well, yes. so, yeah. Yes. Well, Bring the Whole Hood is the song that I wrote with Megan Trainer in, in April of 2018. Um, mm -hmm. I won the four, God blessed me to win the four in February 2018, and then I was in the studio with Megan um April 9th I remember that day because it was I mean that was the day I wrote bring the whole hood with her um we wrote that song and I will never forget when I walked into the studio with Megan she asked me she said well Evie like what do you want to talk about and I said Megan I want to talk about me I want to talk about my city my hood I want to talk about my family my mama I want to give a shout out to my mother my father my whole hood, everything and everybody that had anything to do with who I am right now and where I am right now. I wanted to have a song dedicated to them that will inspire them because my hood, you know, bring the whole hood. The reason why it's hood is short for neighborhood. I know a lot of people, they think about like the hood, they think about like violence and stuff in the black community. Honey, my hood was full of love. It was full of people who loved God. It was full of people who, you know, they wanted to inspire you to do what you wanted to do. You know, my hood, they always said, Evie, you're going to be a, you're going to be a singer. You're going to be a performer. You're going to be a superstar. I didn't have people that I grew up in my hood that said, well, I don't think that don't seem realistic. You know, maybe you should get a, a regular job. I didn't have people like that. They saw me, they saw my passion. They saw my fire for Christ, my fire for music. They were like, man, why, how could we say no? So I wanted to have a song that they could listen to and say, man, she really did it. Yes, girl, yes. I love that. And yes. um, I will say, because I'm from Chicago, but I did grow up in yes. Memphis, too. Yes. <laughs> and I, I I did grow up in Memphis too. I still remember my little schools in uh Southside, uh, yeah. right my Haven area. So. Yeah, <laughs> girl. So no, I I just I really felt it when I was. I'm like, yes, I I like this. Yeah. Um, so what message? So the message you want people to get out is just I just feel like it was very authentic. Your authenticity, yes. the message. Um, and it's very good for the summertime with everything that's been going on in this world. Yes. Like definitely a song we want to listen to. Exactly. I'm gonna bring the whole hood with me. You know, and that means, you know, 
especially with everything that's going on, the rioting and the protesting and all of that that's going on, you know, I wanted something, you know, for everybody, but specifically I wanted to make sure that black people, black people alone had something that they could say, you know what? A lot of people look at this in a negative way because we come from the hood. I come from the hood. I didn't grow up with a silver spoon in my mouth. I'm sorry, you know, but I wanted a song. Like if, if you did want to go protest, play this. Play this so that you can have that fire. Don't play it and then be breaking into people's stores and stuff like that. This song is, is solely for inspiration to actually get things done. You know, like Dr. Martin Luther King, I know a lot of people are like, yeah, fight the power and, you know, Malcolm X. And that's cool. You know, if you want to, if you choose to be violent and you think that something good is going to come from that, then by all means, you know, I'm not going to tell you that what you're doing is wrong, but I'm saying that the house that I grew up in was full of love. The hood that I grew up in was full of love. If something happened that, that we didn't like, we couldn't hate that person and think that something good was going to come out of it. We had to love. I come from a family that taught nothing but love. We didn't have, you know, the newest toys. We didn't have the newest clothes. You know, the, the fancy Adidas, the fancy Jordans. We didn't grow up like that. I didn't grow up like that. But I had love. And that replaces all of that. Yeah. I had love. And so bring the whole hood. I wanted something that everybody could like, come on, we can do this together. I don't have to hate you. You can, whatever it is that you did in your past, I can forgive you because I know that I have probably hurt somebody. I'm speaking, gen generally speaking, I probably hurt somebody or said something to somebody in the past that they may not have liked and they probably still remember it. But we bring in the whole hood because we coming together. When I make it in my song, I say, when I make it, you make it. When one is blessed, we are all blessed and we can rejoice in that and we can celebrate in that. Although all of this stuff is going on with the police brutality and the, the racism and, you know, so much, so many things that actually, I feel like it's all a distraction from God, but a lot of stuff that's going on in the world today, it's, it's really got people in, in, in a huddle and it's got people real mad and all of that. But we have to remember like, it's all about love. So in this song, although it is my autobiography, because I'm telling you, you know, in the song, you learn so much about me. I'm the youngest of seven, you know, I'm the baby girl, you know, and you know, I, my mother and my father who raised me, I, and I'm talking about, I'm like, praise the Lord, because everything I've been praying for is finally knocking on my door. You know, everything in that song basically tells you who I am, where I come from, and that I will never forget where I come from. Yes, no, I definitely, I felt that in the song, like it was basically an autobiography. Like I learned so much from you just by listening to the lyrics in the song. So no, I, I definitely agree. Um, and you're right, during this time, I feel like we do need to come together. Um, I know Juneteenth just passed. Yes. Yes, and I know as far as being in Chicago, it was it was a good feel. Like you just seen everybody together. Yeah. Like let's just celebrate. In let's love. Celebrate. Yeah, in love. And that's important because I understand that you're angry. You know, and it's a scripture in the Bible that says, you know, it's a scripture in the word of God. I'll say that because people take the, the Bible, you know. But it's a scripture that says, you know, even if you are angry, don't sin. Try not to sin. 
You know, there are multiple, there are so many times in my life I have probably been impatient. I've grown impatient. I've been mad at somebody, but I don't pull the trigger and kill them. I don't steal nothing from them. I don't, you know, beat them to death. I don't do that. So I mm -hmm. think that right now, and, and the young people especially, because I feel like even if you are out there protesting, know what you're protesting about. Know what you're protesting for. You know, you don't always have to act how the devil wants you to act because that's what it is. Sometimes mm -hmm. you need to act in love, you know, peacefully do it, nonviolently do it. That's how we got things done. Dr. Martin Luther King said, this is the only way that we can overcome hate is by love. So yeah. I know we live in a world right now where people are redefining everything. They're redefining all kinds of stuff. Girl, I thought you were going to start preaching, girl. Come give it to me. That scripture you're talking about, so that's James 119, where they James say, uh, be quick to listen, slow, to, slow speak, to speak, slow to become angry. Well, yeah, that's right. Slow to anger. And another thing, I think we're forgetting that God is still in control. Like God, even the pandemic, God is still in control, y'all. Like, he is still in control. Your bills, you probably feel like you ain't got no money in your bank account. And maybe you shouldn't have no money in your bank account because when you did have the money, you didn't spend no time with him. When you did have the money, you were going out and buying stuff that you that you don't even use now. So this pandemic is, I know people say, well, it's put a lot of people down, but it's really locked a lot of people up and made you realize and made you acknowledge that God is still in control. He is still in control. That's what we need to remember. God is still in control. And honestly, not just bring the whole hood. My whole project that's coming really soon, I don't have a date set right now, but it the, the whole project is coming soon. And I just want to redirect people to God. That's all I want to do. Yes. Yes, yes. I, girl, I, I definitely understand. Uh, I think I think um, definitely we can't let emotions overcome strategy. Yes, um, because with strategy you have to get stuff done. So I, but I definitely understand where both are coming from. I just feel like people are just so frustrated that yeah. they just feel like their voices can't be heard, and they right. just you know so you react like you're that. reacting. Yeah. Yeah. Your yeah. Yes, but strategy is definitely important in the season. Yeah. Um, so we have to remember to and not overcome and prayer. Yes. Yeah. So, um, which I'm definitely going to get into a bit, um, bit later. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, um, your family. You talked about how your family has been so supportive. Um, yeah. and I also know your brother. He was also on a singing competition. Yes. Yeah. So, so while you, yeah, so you were doing the four, what type of advice did he give you, and how supportive have your family been? My family has always been supportive my whole life. Like even when um, I've had times in my life, because I graduated high school in 2015, I did not go to college. Mm -hmm. My mother, I had a brother that went to college. He went to, uh, my brother Emmanuel went to college, Knoxville. Um, and um, he, so of course his experience, he was saying, Ever you need to go to college. But I told my mama, my mama already knew. Of course, a mother always knows, you know, what a child is going to do. But I told my mama, I said, mama, I'm, I want to tour the world and sing. That's what I want to do. And she said, Abby, well, if that's what you want to do, then you know you can't do it without God. So long as you, you know, keep that faith and, and keep your relationship with Christ growing, keep, you know, stay obedient to his word. It's going to be some times, you know, where you're going to be tempted but just make sure that you stay grounded because that's the only way you're going to make it. 
You know, so I've always had a very supportive family, a very faithful family. You know, we we run off of faith and faith alone in this family. You know, but my brother Gideon, who is my best friend in real life, that is my blood brother, same mother, same father, but he is literally my best friend. Um, but I will never forget before the world saw me on the floor, when I walked on and said, hey, my name is Evan McKinnon. I'm 20 years old and I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. Before that, I was in the, the night before we shot that. I was in my hotel room and we were praying. I was on my knees and I was praying. And I got up and I said, Gideon, what if I don't get on the show? Like, what if they run out of time? Like, I'm the vessel that God has used. So, you know, it's so many doubts and, you know, the enemy is trying to make me feel like every, like the worst is going to happen. My brother looked at me and he said, Evan, now, you know, the Lord is going to get you on this show. And he said it just like that. And um, mm -hmm. it was a time that the day after that, when I was actually, the, the day y'all actually saw me, um, we were in the, the lounge area, in the holding room for the artists. And um, they actually put the snippet on there. And I was like, um, you think I, you think I'm going to think I, I got it. And Gideon was like, yeah, I, I, I think you got it for real. So my brother, he has, he's always had the type of attitude of like, God is guided. All you got to do is do it. And yeah. so it's rubbed off on me because now I, I feel like I can do anything with Christ, you know, and because of where I've come from. You know, and I'm just 23 and I, I see how my life has always been fruitful by keeping God in my life. And now then before the four God was in my life and he was very present and I've talked to him and, and I walked with him. And then after the four, during the four, he was there because, honey, I was on the show only for two episodes, but I was praying. My family, we were praying, you know, because I'm like. I'm coming from the hood in Memphis, Tennessee, I'm, and I'm a black girl. I'm always, for some reason in the industry, I'm always thinking I'm a black girl, so I gotta work 10 times harder anyway, yeah. you know, because yeah. I'm black, you know? That's horrible, but that's just the world we live in, you know? Yeah, but yeah. Then, yeah. and then after the four, God let me win that show, and then after the four, I'm signed to a major record label, and I'm working with people like P. Diddy and Megan Trainer, and I'm just like, man, Lord, what? Like, what? So, yeah. honestly, I will tell whoever is watching, even if you don't know Jesus, if you have never had a relationship with him, um, get to know him. Um, if you don't know what to say, Go in your closet, go in your room, close the door and just sit there and let him speak to your heart. Don't go off of what other people saying, because I'm going to tell you this, people who bad talk Jesus, they cannot possibly know much about him because of what he's done in my life. Get to know him. All he's, he says, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed and a mustard seed is literally, it's literally smaller than the diamond on my nail, one diamond that's on my nail. If you have that much faith, the Lord said, I would take that and multiply it in a billion different ways. But you have to just apply mm -hmm. that one, just that small little piece of faith and say, Lord, I'm going to let you do it. I'm going to let you figure out how my bills going to get paid. I'm going to let you get me this job and watch what he does. Yes. Yes. Girl, no. Girl, I, girl you about to start <laughs> preaching now. Don't, don't get me started. <laughs> 
But no, like it's true because they say, you know, people can happen, people can make it happen eventually, but God can make it happen immediately. So yes. that's me putting your hope and your your faith in God because He is the beginning and the end after the end the Omega. Right. He is right. the only one who knows. So and you seen like your testimony. Yes. Your testimony, because you come from humble beginnings, like you said, is seven children, you yes. know, and now you're like on the stage singing in front of Diddy. Yes. Like overnight. Oh. This and one thing I want to say, it it didn't happen overnight because my whole life since I could remember two, three years old, I've always known that God wanted me to be a singer. I'm going to say that. God has always been present in my life and everything. But the four literally was a miracle for me. It literally was a miracle. I've tried mm -hmm. out for The Voice multiple times. I've tried out for American Idol several times. I've tried out for X Factor multiple times. And doing Aretha Franklin and Tina Turner, and they would always tell me no. You know, so my testimony is just, I want to inspire people and let them know, like, God is still preparing you. Like, just because somebody told you no, it wasn't because you weren't ready. Sometimes it, it's not always about you not being ready. Sometimes God really do want to make a show for you, a whole show for you to win. And, and that's how, that's the platform he wants to put you on. No, I definitely agree. It's, it's God's timing. Um, I feel like during that season of waiting, like you have to develop your character in yourself. Yes. So it's not, it's not when you want to, because like they say, you can be put out there and then be, and not be ready, not be ready and not be ready. You can lose it just as fast as you got it. So, That's right. um, yes, um, God's time. And that's definitely important just to be patient and yes. be happy and content with what you have yes. while you're trying to pursue what you want. Yeah. So, Girl, I said, don't get me started now, okay? Uh -uh. We come, I'm ready. Listen, we need to ask these viewers, we need to ask, ask these viewers, are they ready? Because I'm mm -hmm. ready. This is what people need to hear, especially people my age. And I really do feel like I'm about to go off because young people really need to tap into God right now. There is no other way to success. If you get success any other way, you will not maintain it. God is the way, the truth, and the life. And that, that, that's not even up for debate. Like, that's just, a, a, that's the truth. And that's a fact. <laughs> no, so, um, girl, I feel you. So I do want to talk about um, your father. He was a blues singer. And your brother was also a singer. So I just feel like singing is truly a gift that runs in your family. Like, I just feel like y'all are talented. Um, so, like, how has that been? Was it just, just natural? Just everybody? or natural. It was in the blood. Like, all of us sing. All my siblings, we sing. We're musically inclined some type of way. And, um, yeah, we get it from my daddy. Uh, my mama most definitely can't sing the lick. <laughs> we get it from my daddy. And he grew up, um, I believe he was, like, um, he had about, nine, I think he was, he had a family of nine, I believe. So it was a lot of them and they all, all of them sang, all of them played instruments and stuff. So it was just in the blood for us. When it got down to me, the baby, the youngest of seven, it was just like made, it was already there. The whole package and everything was just there. Yeah. <laughs> so who has been some of your musical influences? So that's right, I got my Aretha shirt on. I be ripping Aretha because that's my that is my godmama in like in real life. But mm -hmm. Aretha Franklin, Tina Turner, those are like the two major the legends. Those are the two major soul fearless anointed women 
that mm-hmm. I have grown up on since day one. My mama played their music. My father had me listening to them. And I grew up in Memphis, Tennessee. You know, Tina Turner lived only a few miles outside of Memphis in Nutbush, Tennessee. And Aretha Franklin was born in Memphis before she moved to Detroit. A lot of people like to leave that little detail out. But I, I, I take privilege in that. I, I, I really do. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Yes. And so who are you listening to now? Are you listening to anybody now? I most, des- I, I most definitely love my Lauren Hill, my Beyonce. Oh, um, girl. I listen to them. Uh, who else? Do- I don't really listen to like a lot of modern artists today. Mm-hmm. I need to, but I'm such an old. So like growing up in Memphis, all you got was Isaac Hayes, Otis Redman, Staple Singers. You know, we listen to nothing. We listen to like the real nitty gritty blues soul gospel music. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of stayed with me. Yes. Well, you know, you won me over. You said Beyonce. So, you know. Yeah. When you, when yes. you won the humanitarian award for the BET yes. award. Yes. Congratulations. Yes. Congratulations. Um, so I do want to ask you because I love how you aren't shy about your faith. Um, so I just clearly see like how important has faith been in your journey to stardom? Faith has been the main ingredient, like to solve how love is to soul food. That's what faith has been for me in my whole journey. Like even now where I am in life, you know, I know a lot of people look and they see, you know, uh, she's on TV, she's rich and she got, she's just rolling around in money. Um, When you're a child of God, you know, there are going to be some valleys, some highs and some lows, you know, God only brings you back low to take you back up high, you know, so I've, I've had to make sure that I keep my faith and I'm and I had to make sure that I'm very vocal about my faith, you know, because I don't want to be a light. You know, the word talks about you wouldn't put a, a lamp underneath a table, you know, where nobody could be able to see it. You put it on top of the table so that it can feed into the, the darkness, you know, and I've always wanted to be an inspirational artist and be that light in other people's world. You know, not just a household name. I want to be a household light in people's lives, you know, and, and just directing them, you know, to God, to Christ, you know, because ultimately, you know, the money, the fame, the jobs and having fun in life, all of that is cool, but there is an eternal life that is awaiting us. And, you know, I just want to be that person, that one little person, even if I just say, Hey, you know, listen to this one song. And if you just listen to that one song, just once in your whole life and go back to doing whatever you was doing, that's fine. But I want to be the vessel for Christ that says, listen, I'm not trying to knock you down off what you're doing, but eternal life is here. Eternal life is waiting. All you got to do is accept it, you know? So, yeah. Uh, and um, I love how you show your fans. Like you say, you aren't shy about it. You feel like you, you do it. And I love that. And I had a video that you posted on your Instagram. If we okay. could play it real quick, it's a video you posted um, showing your prayer wall. So I do want to play that. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So you should be playing that soon. Okay. So, yeah, I'm just. Well, we're going to talk until they play it. So, okay. um, <laughs> I got my prayer wall. I got my prayer wall. So, years ago, when uh, War Room came out with one of my favorite female ministers, Priscilla Shire, I love her so much. Uh-huh. She starred in the movie and uh, she had a prayer wall in the movie and they talked about writing your prayers down. And so, uh, when I was, I started my prayer wall actually before I even graduated high school. 
Um, and I would just write down everything that I was going through. If something hurt me, I would write it down. If I had sinned and needed forgiveness, I would write it and put it down. So, and it actually, it's a, it's a really good way of, of keeping track of your blessings. Yeah, um, definitely agree with you. Um, I feel like when you have God and manifestation, it's just like you put that faith in there. Yes. Never know what can happen, okay? Yes. So um, I believe they played it already. We just didn't okay. see it, but they played it. Um, okay. So I do want to ask you, being that rejection is a part of the industry, how have you been able to overcome it? And what advice would you give anyone that has aspirations of making it in the entertainment industry? Okay, so two questions. Okay, the first question. Um, rejection is good. As crazy as that sound, rejection is good. Rejection um, is the best ingredient for growth. You cannot grow if you don't get rejected, you know, mm -hmm. and Rejection helps you build up your character. It helps you build up your trust for God because sometimes it's not that you're being rejected because you're not the one that they're looking for. Maybe you're not the one that they're looking for and nothing is wrong with that, you know? But when God is in you, God is not gonna let you walk through a door that's not meant for you anyway. So maybe that door that God closed, it wasn't meant for you in the beginning because he got a whole nother house that he's building just for you, you know? So rejection is good, but faith, when you, if you're talking about making it in the entertainment industry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know right off the bat, you gotta have God. You have to have an active relationship. You know how people have like memberships, like if you go to the gym, if your membership is not active, you will not be able to get into the gym. When you have an active relationship with God, an active means that your activity is going on. Mm -hmm. So if activity is going on, and that basically means faith, yeah. um, being nice to people, um, choosing not to be violent, you know, mm -hmm. praying about things and in everything, whatever it is that you're going through, whatever it is, repenting for, for your sins, Say, admitting that you are a sinner. These are all things that come together to, to be a, a good person, a good person in God, because he, he can't use you if you don't want to be used. He can't use you if you don't surrender to be used. So if you want to be successful in the music industry, you got to first be successful in your relationship with Christ. And that doesn't mean that you're going to be perfect. I'm not perfect at all. You know, right. a lot of people, they say, I, I, of course, I write music, inspirational music to help heal the world. But the music that I write as well is to inspire me. Bring the whole hood. Still, when I play it, it's inspiring me because I'm like, I want to buy my mama that house. And in Jesus name, I claim it that the house is already bought. We just live in time. We, this is my mindset for real. But we Abby, you know what they time. say? They say it's already happened and having yes. it has necessity here That's on earth. Right. So it's already That's done. That's right. Um, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on, on earth as it is in heaven. See, God don't live in time like us. We live in time, of course. We're talking about omniscient, omnipresent Jesus Christ, who is God in the flesh, the living word of God. That's who we're talking about. You know, so if you want to make it in the industry, another thing, don't do what everybody else is doing. Because that's actually going to make you fall into the trend 
of everybody else. And may I say, what everybody else is doing has absolutely nothing to do with God. What people are doing right now, and I want to say too, um, R&B music today is not what it used to be. Like black music today is not what it used to be, unless you're listening to gospel music, which is pointing you to Jesus, of course. But R&B music is just not, you know, it it has it ain't got that much substance. I'm gonna just be honest. You don't listen to it and be like, this really makes me feel like a good person. Like, it, we don't have any more Whitney Houston's and, and Marvin Gaye's and, you know, Michael Jackson talking about what about us? Like, what about everything that's happening? Like, what about us? Yeah. We don't have every, everything is about money. Everything is about, you know, how your body look, how your body should look. You know, the things that the things that I can buy with my money, everything is about money. But what about your spirit? Because as sure enough, as sure enough as you are working your body out, doing whatever, twerking, whatever you're doing with your body, you know, you have to eventually work your spirit out or else you will do everything the enemy tells you to do. Now, if you want to make it in the industry, just take God, just do the, do it the easy and the rational way. Just take God and, and be, and try to be obedient. Try your best to be obedient to his word. Yes. And you go up from there. Yes. I girl, you spit a whole bunch of just uh, I was taking it all in. Everything that it was true. Um, because like you said, it's not about being perfect. It's not a, even about that at all. And I think that's what confuses some people. They think they have to live by like these laws and oh, you gotta be perfect. Yeah. Um, but it's really um not about that. It's just being trying to be like obedient and listening to yeah. what God says about you. Um, and also with the rejection part. I agree with you as well, because I feel like in entertainment, if you put your validation in people's hands, mm -hmm. you end up depressed, you're going to end up feeling like you worthless. That's right. And, oh, so that's definitely true, because when you put it in God, it's kind of like God, yeah. his love don't change. But there's some people, so many people put, like you said, like they put their worth in man. And it's like, right. okay, people, people can go like this on you. Oh, all day, every day. Yeah, and especially with like men, what you do with the entertainer, people yeah. like you one day, not like you the next day. That's right. And not steady, so you definitely need a steady foundation. Yeah. And God gave you that vision to whoever I, somebody needs to hear this. Yes. God gave you that vision. It's not up to anybody else to execute that vision the way God meant for you to do it. So of course, people gonna look at you, look at how they did Steve Jobs, you know, mm -hmm. the founder of Facebook, you know, people look at that and they say, man, it's crazy. Like what, that that don't even make sense. How are you gonna get that done? It's always crazy until it happened though. It's always crazy until it happens, but you gotta keep, and that's where faith come in because you can see it in your mind. You can see it in your heart. You can't tangibly see it yet. Mm -hmm. But when you put that faith, faith without works is dead. We do not, we, you can't, you have to walk by faith and not by sight. You have to. And, and in 2020, you got to walk by faith. Like literally the road is straight and narrow, but it seemed like even with this pandemic, God is really making it even more narrow because if you, you have to have faith. Yeah. And, and and it's a scripture that says it is impossible to please God without faith. Right. So, so how can you even please? You got to. 
And it's also a, a scripture uh, in Philippians 4, verse 6 through 7 that says, um, Not be anxious about anything, but in don't be anxious about anything. Present your request to God, girl. And by girl. prayer and supplication, supplication means that I'm constantly praying about it. Mm -hmm. So do you really want that job? Because if you really, do you, do you really want that business? Because if you really wanted it, you would keep praying about it. Yes. If you really wanted that, that goal and that dream to come into fruition, you would still be praying about it by prayer and supplication with Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. That means that you're continuously thanking God for what you already got so that he can bless you with more. With thanksgiving, make your request known to God. And the peace that transcends all understanding that don't nobody understand. So God is already telling you people not going to understand. Mm -hmm. Girl. The peace the, of God that transcends all understanding will God will guard your minds and your hearts. So guess what? The devil can't even get to you because you are already guarded. Girl, already already um and like i girl you, i feel like this we need to have another interview this is really good um, do. i hope somebody get like you know they watch this and they really get you know the message you know out yeah. of it so um no i whew, i can't even talk right now girl i, I still not start preaching but i'm gonna just True. calm down um oh, okay let me bring it back um <laughs> i girl i'm through it's the truth though you know people need to hear the truth it's it's a lot of fact checking going on but don't nobody want to talk about the truth it may be a fact that you know cnn released an article about something but is the article the truth you see what i'm saying a lot of people it, you you know it's the truth and god already tell you that i'm the truth this is the truth you know if you want to be successful you have to have faith if you if and and a lot of times people, you know, I'm, and this is just my testimony. I went through a period of time where I was like, Lord, after the four, I was like, Lord, why haven't I put out any more music and what's going on? Um, and I started to covet things that other people had and their followers and stuff. And I had to, I had to take a step back and say, Evie, what God got for you is for you. Like there is all of these people, they may have millions of followers, but what are they bringing people to Christ? You know, are they telling people like, be positive, pray. Have you prayed today? Are they posting devotionals? Because I know for a fact, God could bless me with only um, a thousand more followers for the rest of my life. But I, I know that all of my followers have heard at least once about Jesus. So they have no excuse saying that they don't know them you see what i'm saying yes girl yeah. i definitely understand mm -hmm. okay Ooh, our time is getting up now uh this was a good conversation yes. um anything last you want to say um i know we're going to promote bring the whole bring the whole hood out um, yes. um but where can we find you at on social media get a fan oh. Yeah, y'all, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. I know we on YouTube right now. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Follow me on my Facebook at Evie McKinney, um, Evie Music LLC. Follow me on my Instagram at Evie underscore music, my Snapchat, Evie underscore music. Follow me um, on my Twitter, Evie underscore music. Y'all follow me. Um, God is good, and I want y'all to come on this journey with me 
you know, there is no telling what is going to happen within the next couple of years, not just for me, but for everybody, you know, because the, the word talks about, you know, living in the last days and the advance in technology and the forest fires, the, the famines, the earthquakes and the, the pestilence, which we're right now um, enduring right now, COVID-19, you know, so I think right now is the time for us to just get what we can, you know, get what we can get, stay around positive people, let that light shine into your life. Don't be dark, you know, dark, darkness is ugly, you know. Don't nobody want to be around dark people. Get the light, you know, spread the light, you know, and if you are, whatever it is, if you are a cosmetologist, if you a babysitter, do it to the glory of God. If you are a janitor, do it to the glory of God. If you're a teacher, do it to the glory of God. And if you have dreams that you're working towards right now, have the faith. Faith is far more greater than any amount of money that you can ever get. That faith will take you places no man has ever seen. Mm -hmm. That faith, and that's because you are letting God direct your path. You don't have to be in control of everything in your life. As a matter of fact, you're not in control of everything that's going on in your life. God wants to be God in your life, so let him be God in your life. Don't worry about how you're going to pay your bills. He said, if I, if I provide for the birds that's flying in the air, you know I got you. He said, if your, if your earthly father gives good gifts, just imagine what your heavenly father is going to give you. Yeah. Don't worry about nothing. Be anxious for nothing. What you worried about? Faith, when you're worried about something, that's saying, God, I, you don't know what you're talking about. Girl. That's, that's what worry is saying. You don't know what you're talking about. But when you have faith, I have seen God, y'all. I have been down to dollar one, okay? I have seen God work just by being faithful to him because that's all he wants is your time and your attention. That's it. Everything else, he said, seek first the kingdom of God and everything that you ever imagined will be given to you. And that's the problem. In the world today, we want to do, we want to have everything attached to God, but we don't want God. We want to seek everything else, all of these false idols. We want to seek money. We want to seek a lifestyle. We want followers, but we don't want God. We yeah. want peace, but we're giving out hate. That ain't going to work. Yes. Like they say, what benefit is it to gain the whole world? But and to lose, lose your soul. It's a lot of rich people out there that can't sleep at night. Exactly. And it's a, exactly. Yeah. So, okay, girl, I'm a, you got your, um, you saw them, y'all follow her on Instagram, check her YouTube out. And, um, yes. Um, y'all can follow me on Instagram at Crimson Pearl. Evie, you, Evie, you can follow me too, girl. I, I like <laughs> uh, follow me on Instagram at Crimson Pearl. Um, hit, um, hit me up on Twitter at Crimson Pearl 22. And this is Black Hollywood Conversations. And I hope you enjoyed the interview. Bye guys. Bye. On behalf of our BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. 
Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined.